switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the CEO and founder of Counselling Online, Dolly E, Mary McHugh. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much for chatting to us. So we, we've been hearing a lot about meaningful happiness, but is there a difference between meaningful happiness and just general happiness? Um, I, yeah, I think there really is a difference. We can be, I suppose, generally happy in our day to day and it can be affected by what's going on. Um, but to have meaningful happiness is, is way deeper than that. It's it's nearly in every cell of your body. Um, and that you find happiness, you know, that you're you're more able to be in a flow um, when you have meaningful happiness in your life because you're you're able to take in the not so great stuff, but it's not going to really throw you completely. Life happens to all of us. So the meaningful happiness is, is nearly like happiness with roots. Um, in the body, where general happiness is, is more on the surface. So I'm assuming it's something we'd be aware of if we were lacking in it. It is. Um, and for lots of people, you know, they search outward for, mm. you know, to try and get that feeling of happiness. And they will get it maybe momentarily or they will get it for a while. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't last um, Whereas the meaningful happiness, there's there's a contentment within yourself. There's not really a search outside of yourself for it. It's it's innate. It's it's within you. You know, and that's something I suppose that may come naturally to some people, depending on their upbringing and the familiar family rearing that has happened. And um, but for others, it's it's a learning. You know, we have to learn how to cultivate um, happiness within ourselves. How do you start that process if you do realise I need to look a bit deeper into this? Well, you know, sometimes it can take um, an illness mm-hmm. and a breakup in a relationship um, to bring us to a point where actually things aren't working um, so well for me. And, and that brings me then to a place of change. Um, I can keep going in maybe the destructive patterns in my life, constantly searching for something. Um, where if I just take that time out for myself um, and and start to find out about who I am. You know, for a lot of us, we haven't a clue who we are. Mm. So it's just checking how am I? You know, how am I feeling today? I might be hungry and not even know I'm hungry. So it's, it's that, coming in, beginning to have a relationship with yourself. And a side effect of that is actually joy and, and happiness that that can just start to come naturally over time, of just that checking in, being with you, saying boundaries, saying yes to you, rather than saying yes to everyone and forgetting about yourself. And that word change tends to scare a lot of people because we don't, ne- I don't think if it's a natural thing for us to enjoy change, but it is quite good for us to lean into it, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's really good. And, and, and that's the very word, to lean into it. Um, because what we tend to do is run away from mm. it until maybe something really, really severe happens to us and we have no choice but to change. And life happens to everybody and change happens. But it's something that we, I don't know, it's, it's human in us to tend to avoid, to, to take the easier route, which may not be the easier route. It might be in the moment, but not in the long term. And I do find if you push yourself to do something, that kind of momentarily is quite scary to you. Once you get past the first couple of seconds couple of minutes you do your body adjusts to it and you do adjust to it because you know you are able for it it's just a matter of giving yourself that little push I think 
Absolutely, and, and, and that's where we grow, Louise. You know, um, they say that we only grow through struggle. Mm. So it's like the, the flower that pushes out through the bud. You know, it's a little bit painful, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but wow, you know, once we have done that, it just, that gives us a feeling, even as I say it, it gives us that feeling of, of accomplishment or, you know, and that, that then gives us that happiness. We are proud of ourselves as a validation, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's the things that we need to be doing to give us, you know, meaningful happiness. And when it comes to the likes of online and social media, does that have a big impact then on meaningful happiness? It's it's a really a hard one, mm-hmm. um, but but my feeling is you know, and I see it all the time in my work. And um, people are, I suppose, obsessed with you know certain people that they're having a great time and it looks great and you know and it's all surface, but but actually they're they're nearly wanting to be living the life that this person is supposedly living, which which is quite false, you know, or can be quite false. I'm not saying it's all false. But, you know, life is hard. And if we're looking um, at perfection in social media, um, that, can be, that can be really hard for us. You know, but, but also social media is, can be really good. You know, there can be really good pieces of very valuable information, very valuable support. So it depends on, on where you're going and what you're veered into looking at. If you're looking to help yourself, mm-hmm. um, social media can be can be really good. Um, but you know there are times then that it can pull us into because we want the latest kitchen gadget or we want mm-hmm. whatever lipstick or you know or, or want to look a certain way, and like that's not possible for you know if that's just life. You know we're we're all different, Absolutely. and and it's different for everybody. Is there a point where I suppose? being overly optimistic or overly faking happiness becomes toxic to yourself? And not only to yourself, but um, to those very close to you too, because, you know, there's there's a great poem um, by Charles Finn, it's Don't Be Fooled By Me. And, you know, we put on this mask and, and sometimes we have this mask on to ourselves, you know, and it can be, it can be really hard on the outside, Everything looks great and happy, um, but but it's maybe not who I am. I'm not in touch with me, and the people closest to me are actually really feeling the the I suppose the side effects of that. Mm-hmm. So you know you'd hear the the street angel, the house devil. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like I'm all nicey and sweetness um, on the internet and or out in the pub or meeting friends, and and I come home and I'm like a bag of cats. You know, you can't mm-hmm. look at me. And, and and that's where um, it's it's not true. It's 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 very false, and you can't keep that up, yeah. you know. So at home, that's where maybe it gets shown, you know. With teenagers, you know, it's very much you know you'd see it with teenagers. They're all smiles with their friends, and they come home and the parents get it, you know. So it it can be very like that, and and it's very toxic because people are on edge living around you, you know. So the, the, there can be a lot, a lot of harm with that. And if people do want to kind of search for this meaningful happiness, what is a, a good tip to start with? I suppose, you know, I, I'd be a mindfulness practitioner as well. And, you know, I suppose I didn't really find myself until I started mindfulness. And it, it's that, just just stop. Just notice the one breath as you breathe it in and out. 
and it's as simple as that, you know, just noticing what I do, how I breathe, how I stand, what I see. It's the, it's the very simple things, Louise. It's nothing complicated. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, it's so difficult to do because we get our attention gets drawn. And I suppose that's another thing about social media. It has sped up our our attention span is at zero mm-hmm. um, because we're flicking all the time. We're not able just to stand still, take a breath, feel your feet, you know, how am I? Am I hungry, thirsty? Um, am I tired? You know, what's what's going on for me? We, we don't take that time. And if we start to make one small change, you know, even just as you get up in the morning, putting your two feet on the floor and feeling them on the floor, just, just something as simple as that, that begins the change. Mary McHugh, CEO and founder of CounselingOnline.e. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you, Louise.